Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Binge 10. Uh, these are the shows I watched this week and more importantly, the shows you need to watch next week. Um, as I mentioned last week, it was a little bit of a slow week uh, due to the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Not a lot of people wanted to get some new shows out there, so I did have to dig a little deep and uh, you know we'll see what they came out as. So let's get right to it here. Uh, this week, I started out watching Woo Assassins on Netflix. Um, originally, it sounded like it was going to be like a Netflix's version of Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, lots of martial arts, weird mystical beings, uh, pretty good bad guys, people running all over San Francisco Chinatown like it's not even part of the city or the state or the country, that they're just in their own little world. Um uh, the, the problem was there were no laughs. Um, I think it's really difficult to make, uh, you know, eight to 10 shows, uh, one hour a piece with actually no jokes at all. Um, uh, it was just kind of a little bit, you know, silly at times, a little goofy. If you're looking to just get some martial arts in, some good fight scenes, this definitely has that. Uh, some great fight scenes with guys that throw fire and, and guys that do things with boulders and rocks and earth and 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 some great props when they're fighting. Uh, but you know, I can't say it. It's a fantastic martial arts show. Uh, the hero has the power of a thousand monks. Uh, and if you think about it, that, that's a lot of monks to have the power of. Um, but it seems like he has a lot of trouble just kind of fighting a normal old guy that has the power of no monks. Um, so a little bit strange, not bad from an action perspective. Uh, not sure if I'll be uh, uh, chiming in next, uh, next season. Uh, number nine. The October Faction. For some reason, I'm comparing October Faction to the Umbrella Academy. It's not exactly the same thing, but I did binge October Faction on Netflix this week. Uh, there's basically two st stories here. One story is a family that is employed by a secret organization that hunts and kills monsters. The other story is about two teenagers going to high school. Um, the latter story we could really do without. Uh, same old, same old stuff. Uh, you know, nobody likes it when a conversation starts off with two friends apologizing to each other, and then three sentences later, they're in like the worst argument of their lives. That's what this uh, teenage story is like. It's not much fun. It's not great. The rest of the story, though, is pretty good. Some pretty good sarcastic characters that have some good laughs. The aforementioned teenagers are witches. That's pretty good. And, and they can really kick some ass. Um, and, and October Faction pretty much hangs together. They got high-tech guns, some great fighting, some crazy-looking monsters, some evil warlocks. Um, and, and, and the show really has a pretty good vibe to it until the season finale. So if you're the one that really doesn't want to stick it out until the season finale, if you know it's not going to be very good, this might not be the show to you. The season finale is an absolute shit show. It, 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 nothing makes sense. The ending doesn't make sense. The fights don't make sense. The reasons don't make sense. And at the end of the day, we're supposed to think that everything uh, goes back to normal. Um, I really like this show. I really like the characters. Um, and I thought it really had something going. 
and I just could not, uh, you know, understand what I was watching uh, in the season finale. Uh, number eight is The Mandalorian. Like I said, I'm reaching a little deep here. Um, uh, judging by the numbers, most of you have not gotten Disney Plus yet. Um, uh, I am definitely borrowing Disney Plus right now. Um, uh, uh, and so we just started The Mandalorian. It did come out last year, late last year. Uh, the numbers aren't great. Uh, so I'm thinking most of you haven't watched it yet. Um, the Mandalorian takes place... Um, after Return of the Jedi, so for those of you that are following along, that was the original trilogy. So this is kind of like in between uh, episode six and when uh, Disney started all over again with The Force Awakens. So it's in between that. It is not about Boba Fett, but it's about the people that Boba Fett comes from, which is the Mandalorians. Um, this show is a half an hour, which is great. Nonstop action. Fights on fights on fights. Pretty good. I mean, there's very little dialogue, but what there is of it is pretty good. Um, it's a ton of fun, and you actually see a baby Yoda. Uh, there's some good questions on whether or not Yoda is a species or the name of a actual creature. I don't want to call it an animal. The name of an actual creature. This is, this is with a baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is 50 years old does have the force with it, which is a lot of the fun, and uh, is currently being um, protected from the empire that's trying to rebuild um, by a Mandalorian. And that's that's it. I should have this finished up pretty shortly. I'll let you know how it finishes next week. But right now, a ton, a ton of fun. Um, number seven, Manifest. Manifest is falling fast for me. Not only uh, can they just not keep me interested, uh, not keeping me into the mystery, not giving me a little bit of information, uh, but they've also just crossed the line with one of my biggest pet peeves. And that is really uh, stupid and idiotic federal agents. Um, I'm not sure if you remember the following with uh, Kevin Bacon. These are what I would consider the worst FBI agents of all time. I remember every episode, they would have the serial killer surrounded, except for the back door. They just never seemed to really cover the back door so that he could get away, so we could get another episode out of it. This week, the Manifest people knew the ultra-secret uh, laboratory was... Uh, and is, uh, you know, being investigated by the bad guys. The bad guys know about it. It's been compromised. Um, and so what the lead scientist decides to do is continue experiments in her studio uh, Manhattan apartment in her closet, um, uh, securely protected by deadbolt lock. And uh, guess what? The bad guys find and steal her stuff. Uh, that's really tough to swallow. That's really tough to watch. Uh, and, and, and so that, that could be falling for me off the list. Like I said, I still want to save the passengers. I still do. Uh, but that was a little tough to watch. Number six, uh, emergence, uh, finished, uh, had their season finale this week and good ridden, good riddance. Uh, I would say if you've got a child under the age of eight, 
Um, go ahead and binge this and watch it. I think they'll have a lot of fun with it. There's some good action. There's some interesting plot twists. At least I think it'll be plot twists to an eight-year-old. Um, but uh, the finale was not real good. No cliffhanger. Not an interesting ending. Not much guts. Uh, very little glory. Uh, not sure I'm really interested in what happens next. So uh, those of you with young kids, maybe give it a shot. Uh, good family show. Um, but I'm probably going to file this one under um, probably off the DVR for me for next year. Number five, Project Blue Book. Still like Project Blue Book a lot. Um, uh, I've got this thing at number six. It didn't quite go completely X-Files on me this week, like I was kind of hoping, but it still seems like it's edging there. Um, I like the show a lot. I like the actors a lot. It's well acted. It's well filmed. Uh, it, it does keep you engaged uh, each show, but I feel like they're still just trying to keep this uh, focused on reality and not really turning into a total science fiction show just yet. Uh, if it doesn't go the alien route and it turns out that this is just the Russians screwing with the American intelligence agencies, I think that'll be a little disappointing for me. It feels like it could go either way right now, but um, uh, I, I still like the show a lot. I, I think you should definitely watch it, watch last season and catch up this season. Uh, in fact, it, it, you could even start with this season. It, it's not that complicated of a story. Uh, number four, shameless uh, season finale was this week. Ian and Mickey got married, which was great. Typical Gallagher wedding. It was a great party. There were fights. There was drugs. There was alcohol. Of course, Lip fell off the wagon. Who didn't know that was coming? Of course, he fell off the wagon. He wasn't really understanding why his girlfriend took him back uh, after he was such a dick for most of the episode and kind of most of the season. Um, I think the shameless writers uh, have a big decision to make next year. Uh, on one hand, I could totally see them making this a very sentimental season with a lot of goodbyes and trying to make it a tearjerker. That's not what shameless is. Just look at the name of the show. Um, I think they could go the other way where I want to see the worst of the Gallagher's. I want to see the biggest cons and the biggest fuck ups. I want to see this go absolutely off the rails. I want the Gallagher's to either end up as billionaires because of some con they pulled off or dead and in a ditch. I mean, that's what the show has always been about. And I think if they try to go a different route with it and they try to make this uh, uh, heartwarming, um, I think they really uh, truly uh, won't live up to the name of the show or what we've been watching for, uh, I think, almost a decade now. Number three, you got to put magicians on your list. If you're not watching this, uh, you got to. Um, I will admit that um, they don't do a good job of explaining the backstory here. So if you didn't watch the previous seasons, you could find yourself uh, at a little bit of a disadvantage. Um, this show is funny. It's got good action. It's got a good mystery. It's got great characters. Uh, in the worst case, you might have to watch last season. You don't have to watch the previous ones. But in the worst case, you might have to watch last season and then catch up on this season. You could power. You could probably bully your way through this season and just get answers as they come. But this is really a quality show. Can't, can't recommend it enough. Number two is Sex Education. I finished it this week. Uh, it's a musty. Uh, you don't have to watch last season, but you should because it's funny. Uh, this show is absolutely hysterical. Uh, though I would say there's at least two extremely cringy moments 
that I could fast forward through at the same time I couldn't um, uh, I, 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 I couldn't want to watch it. it. It needed to go away. Long, drawn out uh, monologues by characters that just didn't make any sense. You couldn't wait for it to end. It was one of those kind of comedy moments that just went on too long. But it is really a great show. It's witty. It's crazy. It's actually completely out of control. You just don't know what's going to ha- happen next. I'll keep watching it. It's a half an hour show. You need to binge it. You'll, you'll finish in a weekend uh, and a couple of days. But uh, can't say enough about the writers on that show and the actors. Uh, number one this week, Miracle Workers is back. Miracle Workers stars Steve Buscemi and Daniel Radcliffe. Um, last year, Buscemi was God, and he wanted to destroy Earth. And Daniel Radcliffe was try was an angel trying to get him to convince him to not destroy Earth. Um, this year, completely different show. It's called Miracle Dark Ages. You don't have to watch last season to know this season. Um, like Sex Education, you should watch last season because it's really funny and really great. Um, this year, Buscemi is a dad in the Dark Ages. His name is Eddie Shitshoveler. And Daniel Radcliffe is Prince Chauncey, and the prince's nickname is The Pretty Cool. The show is so quirky and so funny, I have absolutely no idea where it's headed. Um, it feels very Mel Brooks' History of the World to me, except for, especially for the dad uh, who's trying to teach his family the, uh, uh, the, the family business of shit shoveling, um, and they're just not as into it as he is. Uh, the first show was absolutely hysterical, really, really funny. The shit shuffler joke is only going to go so far. Uh, in fact, it's it's kind of reached the end. Uh, I do trust these writers. I think they're going to think up one thing after the next. Um, and and if you if you haven't watched Miracle Workers uh, last season, definitely pick it up this season. It's on TBS. Um. What do we have here? So new category of stuff. Instead of just revisiting all the shows that I talk about quite often, uh, three things you should stay the course with. Shit's Creek. It, every episode's funny. I don't need to tell you that every week. Just keep going with it. Um, Power series finale is the next episode. They are uh, scared. Uh, of the Super Bowl, so they're not showing uh, the show this week. The se- series finale will be the week after next. It's still totally a guilty pre- pleasure. God awful dialogue. God awful story. Um, uh, at this point, I gotta believe it's either Tariq or Tasha killed Ghost. Not sure which one. I'm thinking Tasha, um, uh, but we'll know in, in the series finale. Uh, they're doing a decent job of a. Uh, uh, and, and I like the way they're going through the different suspects. It's just the writing is just so bad. Um, also, stay the course with The Outsider. Uh, keeps on getting good. If you're watching all the episodes, you probably have a sense where this is headed after last episode. I think they're starting to show their cards a bit. But it seems great. I'm going to keep watching it. Uh, I, I've given up that they're going to give us uh, any amount of Jason Bateman again, which is unfortunate. But um, I, I like what they're doing with the show. Um, I uh, it, It's a little tough to see how they're going to fill in five more episodes of this. So I'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Um, last week, I talked about disappointment with Avenue 5. Uh, this one's a non-starter for me. I tried it again this week. Barely made it through the half an hour show. It's just a, 
the quality of laughs just isn't there. It's too deadpan. It's too dry. Uh, and the jokes just aren't good enough. Um, you know, it could come back. I'll keep my eyes and ears open. If somebody tells me it's great, I'll try to chime back in. Uh, but that one's not for me. Um, uh, movie of the week that you got to see that probably nobody has seen is Jexi, J-E-X-I. Um, if you, um, uh, if you saw she with Joaquin Phoenix, uh, about him getting into a relationship with his phone, um, that is what Jexi is, but as a comedy and funny it is. This is really, really great. Um, I mean, you definitely got to watch this. I think it's like 85 minutes. Um, and you've got to watch this in a good mood. You got to watch this wanting to laugh, uh, being kind of in a goofy, silly kind of mood. Um, I, I laughed from front to end on this. The joke does not get old. Um, it, it spends maybe seven minutes of trying to be serious and then it gets right back on the jokes again. Um, you definitely need to see this. You definitely need to watch it. It's a quick watch. It's a quick movie. Um, you will bring it up on the TV. You will see 11% Rotten Tomatoes. And all I have to say about that is it's not 10% Rotten Tomatoes. It's 11. Um, definitely see Jexy. Next week's a little bit of a big week. Um, so we'll have a lot of new things going on. Next week, we've got the premiere of Sinner. Sam Esmail from Mr. Robot, his new show, Briar Patch. He doesn't show up as a writing credit for this. He is the executive producer. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Edie Falco, Sopranos, Nurse Jackie. She's back as a cop called Tommy. Um, Lock and Key on Netflix is coming out. Um, on Hulu, Into the Dark, My Valentine is coming out. So if you don't know what Into the Dark is, the, these are... Um, uh, uh, these are the guys I, I think that, that did the purge, um, and what they're doing, I mean, they're doing a ton of stuff right now, uh, but into the dark, uh, what they do is they're making a horror movie for every, um, holiday of the year. So for every holiday, they make a horror movie. Um, so recently there was a new year's Eve, uh, horror movie. There was a, a Christmas Eve horror movie. Um, and before that, they did Halloween and they do July 4th and, and they do almost every holiday of the year. Um, uh, these are not connected in any sort of way. These are single standalone movies. I've watched them all. They're great. Some of them are really, really dark, funny. Uh, some of them are just kind of creepy. Uh, some of them are kind of more Twilight Zone-y. Um, but, uh, they're all pretty well done. The Valentine's day one is coming out, uh, uh, a, uh, a week early in front of Valentine's day. Uh, so you'll get to see it into the dark. My Valentine talk to everybody next week. Let me know if you've got any questions at Larry at Amberleaf.net. Let me know if I've missed anything or misconstrued anything. Happy to watch something again. I didn't like happy to take a closer look. Talk to you soon.